identity. Man, surprise, that's what we're talking about. No, just kidding. All right, so we've had a lot of good talks about identity this semester. And I'm probably going to repeat some of those things, just so you know, because I'm coming here at the end. But for me, I've had some things happen in my life that have changed my identity from time to time. Okay? Um, some are good changes and some are bad changes. Um, first one there, that's my parents. Um, I had great parents. They introduced me to Christ. Um, ever since I was little, I grew up in the church. Um, they pushed me and they let me, you know, do what I wanted to do. And I miss them every day, every day. Um, I'm going to talk about what my identity was and what it is now. And this is going to be a little hard at points, but we're going to get through it. Uh, in, or, 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 in order for me to do that, I have to be real and vulnerable for all of you. But I'm going to do that. You see, this is who I was. That's a, I was an athlete. I was a son. I had some crazy hair. And that's right, I did have hair. Um, but underneath all that, I was hurting. I was lost, I had a lot of anger, and I was at rock bottom. You see, life will knock you down, and it will keep you down if you let it. I found that out firsthand. My eighth and ninth grade year, I had a lot of things happen in my life that weren't very positive. I had one of my best friends die in a tractor accident, and I was there. I tried to get him out from underneath the steering wheel, and the tractor flipped over on top of him. Didn't even to the ground, and I couldn't get him out. I watched him pass away right in front of me. <clears throat> a few months later, I was at the state wrestling tournament as a freshman, which is hard to do in Oklahoma. You have to be top four of your regional, and there's two regionals. But I did that. <clears throat> and I went to state, and I lost first round. Went back after the session, went back to the hotel. <clears throat> and my dad came up to talk to me. And I blew him off. I was hateful to him. I told him, I don't want to talk to you. Leave me alone. About two hours after that conversation, my dad died at the state wrestling tournament. The last conversation I ever had with him was hateful. A few months later after that, me and some of my friends went out shooting guns. We went back to my buddy's house. We started cleaning our guns. One of my friends thought his gun was empty, but it wasn't. He accidentally shot my friend that was sitting right next to me. Passed away a few minutes later with me holding him. All these things happened within a year, a year and a half, a year and a half, some of that eighth grade, ninth grade year of high school. 
I was lost. I was angry. I kept asking God why. Why my friends? Why was I hateful for my, to my dad the last time I ever got to talk to him? Believe, believe me, I struggle with that still today. Still today. I replay it in my head over and over. I would give anything to go back and just give him a hug. Tell him I loved him. But I can't. So I'm going to challenge you guys. Don't leave the conversation on bad terms. You're not promised tomorrow. You don't know when your last conversation will be. You don't know if it'll be hateful. You don't want it to be hateful. I promise you, you don't. <clears throat> you see, I turned away from God after all that. I didn't pray anymore. I didn't open my Bible. I was mad. I was angry. And I was hurt. I truly turned away from God and I turned to drugs and alcohol. Found myself at rock bottom really quick. Really quick. See, one semester, I went from a GPA 3.5 to 1.0. Just enough so I'd be able to do sports. That was it. I didn't care. Here's what... Here's what I want you to hear today. God puts people in your life to bring you back to him. You may not even know what he's doing, but he's doing something. Looking back, I know that's what he did for me. He put some great people in my life. My mom. See, she was there for me through the whole thing. And I didn't need to put her through all that. She was trying to grieve the loss of her husband. And she was there for me instead when I should have been there for her. She knew I was struggling and she knew that I was a knucklehead. But she was a strong woman. I miss her every day. My friend Emily. Man. Man. God puts people in your life. I want you to know that. Lifelong friend right there. She told me one day she wanted to pray for me. Pray with me. I told her, I don't pray. I'm not praying. She goes, okay. So she grabbed my hand. She goes, well, I'm just going to pray for you. That was the day I went back to Christ. It changed my life. I'm going to say it again. God puts people in your life to bring you back to them. So what's my identity now? I'm a husband. Yeah, I'm a little younger there. But that's my rock. She keeps me in check, and I need that. I'm a dad. Got some great kids. I love them dearly. I'm a second dad to some pretty awesome ladies. Pretty awesome ladies right there. Most of all, I'm a man who knows Christ. 
I know who he is now. This picture right here, this is a Bible that's in my, in my office. That's Jordan Burroughs on the front of it. If you don't know who he is, look him up. He's a stud. So yeah, today is way different from what it was when I was younger. Here's what I know. Jesus was on the cross and died for my sins and your sins. He was the only person that ever walked this earth that was perfect. I don't know about you, but I want to get closer to that guy. Thanks for listening. You guys have a great day.